Welcome back to BeInMinistry.com, to another blog and to another podcast. Today we continue in our study of Romans chapter 12. We're in verses 6 through 8, which reads, We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. That's Romans chapter 12, verses 6 through 8. Today we continue our study of Romans chapter 12, where the Apostle Paul is instructing us on the purpose for which God made us in the first place, to be servants. I find it quite instructive and mind-blowing that in eternity, according to Luke chapter 12, the Lord Jesus Christ will serve all of us whom he redeemed from the penalty of our sins. I would say that when we embrace the role of a servant, we are in great company. In today's passage, the apostle mentions seven different spiritual gifts. The reason the apostle brings up the gifts of the Spirit is just that. They are gifts of the Spirit. Different people with different gifts serving the Lord differently. These are the tools that God uses in our lives to accomplish what he has called us individually to do for him in a given community. The gifts given here are the tools of the servant. And when we are not behaving as servants, we can use these gifts wrongly. In verse 6 of today's passage, we read, We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. God has given us spiritual gifts so that we are equipped to fulfill his calling on our lives. Spiritual gifts are the ability God has given each of us, enabling us to do his will, not ours. These spiritual gifts are quite fulfilling when we are turning our backs on the self-life and Pursuing the role of the servant. The first gift mentioned in today's passage is prophecy. According to the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians chapters 12 through 14, this gift enables one to speak forth the scriptures. The Apostle instructs, prophesy in accordance with your faith. That is, speak in proportion to the confidence and assurance of what God has said in his word. Do not speak beyond what God has revealed. The one with this gift must be careful never to speak on his own authority or from his own resources. The litmus test in this case is the written word of God, the Bible. In verse 7 of today's passage, we read, If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. Then there are some who have the gift of serving. The word the apostle uses here for serving is the word from which we get our word deacon. 
This word describes one of one's ability to help others with a cheerful spirit that they are blessed by it. Those with this gift serve willingly and cheerfully. They serve so that everyone is helped and blessed. The next spiritual gift here is that of teaching. The gift of teaching is the ability to interpret the scriptures and to clarify its meaning. The one with this gift will have the ability to help others to understand what the scriptures mean. In verse 8 of today's passage, we read, If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. Then there is the gift of encouragement, which comes from the Greek word, which means to exhort. We tend to think of the one who exhorts as getting into our grill, but actually an exhorter encourages others. Now, he might do it with firmness, but his exhortation will be gentle and motivating. Encouragement was the gift that Barnabas had. In fact, the name Barnabas means son of encouragement. When we see Barnabas in the scriptures, he is always found with his arm around someone's shoulder, encouraging, comforting, and urging on. In fact, he did that with John Mark after John Mark failed miserably on one of the missionary journeys with Paul. Then there's the gift of giving. Contrary to what most think, this gift is not only giving of one's resources, like money. Included are also this person's time and talents. And like all the other gifts, the more the one with this gift uses it, the more he will have to give. God created this idea of the law of reciprocity, which says we reap what we sow. Reciprocity is a fundamental part of the glue that holds a community get together. And the more we exercise our gifts, the more the blessings grow in that context. The apostle writes, give generously, which literally means let him give with simplicity. This means to give without calling people's attention to it. Just as much as this gift is a gift, the desire to remain anonymous is as well. Those with the gift of giving often like to sit back and watch those whom they have given to receive the blessing. They do this because they are well aware of the fact that their gift is given as unto God, and they delight in the opportunity to be used by God in the life of another. This is the case with all of the gifts, by the way. Then there's the gift of leadership. The Greek word the apostle employs here is a word that literally means leading meetings. It comes from a root word, which means to stand up before others. Then Paul says, do it with diligence, which means do not wing it. Be prepared. Those with this gift naturally love to plan, and this admonition plays right into the giftedness of the one with the gift of leading. 
Then Paul mentions the gift of showing mercy, which is helping those who are often undeserving and neglected. Mercy is what we express when we are led by God to be compassionate. It is more than feeling sympathy towards someone. It is love enacted. Mercy desires to answer the immediate needs of others to aid them in their suffering, loneliness, and grief. Mercy is a champion of the lowly, poor, exploited, and forgotten, and often acts in a way that lifts those who are in need of mercy. Finally, in context, the apostle has been accentuating the idea of servanthood. In fact, the gifts of the Spirit are products of God's grace in our lives, and they coincide with the purposes that he has for a certain community of believers. God rarely blesses us with only us in mind. He has given us our spiritual gifts for the benefit of others. Essential to be in the servants God has called us to be, we must exercise the spiritual gifts that God has given us. Our spiritual gifts empowers us to serve. Humility is required in that service. And when we are operating as servants, the spotlight will not be upon us. It will be on the Lord Jesus Christ. My friends, I trust this blog and this podcast are helping you in your walk with the Lord. If I can be of further assistance to you, shoot me an email at beyoungministry at gmail.com. Hey, have a great day.